Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Garbage Podcast, episode 113, presented by Guy Boston Sports. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? In lieu of the international player signing deadline, I'm sure that's what they call it, uh, passing, the Red Sox have announced their uh, the people, those that they've signed from the internationals. And I went back and I looked at some some old draft classes and I'm looking at 2014 and this was a pretty good one. Gonna, gonna go off of three players. We had Juan Mocata, Rusne Castillo, and Anderson Espinosa. At one time that was that was gonna be like the the three most feared men in, in major league baseball. All so, in one international signing class. Who got, was the first person? Yoan Mocata. Oh yeah. I got good. I got a question, Clausen. I don't know if you got an answer. What's up? If the, if they signed Castillo, and maybe someone listening, I doubt we're going to make light of this situation. If someone's listening and, and knows this better, send us a DM. Because I'm genuinely curious. These guys don't sign for, like, huge money, I feel like. How did Castillo end up with, like, a $75 million deal? Well, I'm looking. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm looking to see. They only show the bonus. Uh, he got a five point four million dollar bonus. You want to know how much Mokata got? Uh, he got a lot. I remember when they signed him. I was in middle school, and all right, we're gonna throw this way back. They, oh yeah, hold on. I want to fact check this. Do you know what day he signed? March tw- March twenty fifteen. That's all it says. I remember. Okay, yeah, this was the exact time. I remember seeing this. And the Rick Porcello news, I think on the same day. Uh, Rick Porcello was traded to the Red Sox March. Wait, hold on. Uh, oh, no, that was December. Maybe not. But I do remember this being in the same offseason. Uh, I remember Mankata got the bag. It was like $40 million, right? 31 and a half. Yeah, that sounds about you, How? So, wait, he was. Doesn't show how old he was. Probably he like, was probably 16 at the time. Yeah. Matt, what do you do with $31.5 million at 16? Well, I mean... As much HGH as money can buy? Yeah, and I got to think, like, the dollar... I don't know what conversion rates are, but I got to think the dollar goes a little bit farther in the Dominican Republic. This is Cuba. Cuba. Still, it probably goes goes further. Well, what are you trying to say, Gardner? That basically, basically goes to the government. Anything? He's trying to say they're a bunch of communists. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the American dollar is worth a lot more in other countries. Not Europe. Not all of that continent of Europe. Putting us back on the baseball track, you look at 2013. The class was headlined by two men. Darwinson Hernandez and a little ice cream loving third baseman from the Dominican Republic, Rafael Devers. That's a pretty good class. Hey, yeah, Darwin's and Hernandez is a Baltimore Oriole now. He got traded for uh, for cash this past week. Cash considerations. I don't even think it was considerations. They were like, "We're just gonna you're gonna give you five hundred bucks." Is that legal? What you're basically selling a person. I mean, I I, I guess. When we talked with Jonathan Van Ever, he got traded for himself. Sure, that's meta as hell. <laughs> that was pretty cool. 
Uh, what was I going to say about Darwinson? Um, oh, yeah. Going back, I didn't realize like as recently as like 2018, 2019. And this is a reason why when I see a lot of like on Twitter and stuff, a lot of mock trades these days, a lot of this, a lot of that. People are like, I don't want to give up on random relief pitcher X from the Woo Sox. You go back to like 2018, 2019, Darwinson Hernandez was the Sox number two prospect. I can't believe they gave up on Jay Groom. <laughs> you're st- you're still f- you're still stuck on that. No, I I called it then, and I'll say it again now. He's going to turn out to be a great pitcher, and we're going to look like idiots for wanting Eric Hosmer for all of two and a half months. I will say that, like, s- some of the trades that Heim has made, and again, I, I'm I, I like all Heim. of them. All you of still them. like Heim? Yeah, I still like Heim. I think what do you not, like about Heim? Um, I like I like uh, I like his <laughs> I like I Heim. like that sweater he wore on draft night like three years ago. Wait, so you like Heim? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make my point and let me think of a couple of reasons. Then I'll get back to you. Well, you're um, stalling <laughs> for time right now. All of those big free agencies signed. All of those great trades he's he, made. He got he signed Trevor. You got confidence he's, he's injected. He signed he signed Trevor's story to a six year deal. And now now he's out. That's for like him. the worst contract. I don't, I don't know what else you want from him. Um, give me a second on that, Steve. I'll get back to you in a minute. Uh, anyway, <laughs> asking the hard hitting questions of why. <laughs> Uh, I guess we we don't we don't dive too deep on this podcast sometimes. Caught me off guard. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Where were who were you talking about? We were talking about a trade. Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer, right? Yeah, Eric Hosmer. Oh yeah, Jake Room. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> like I was saying, um, Clausen's going to say all. I'm going to say some to most of the trades that Himes made. At the time, you can justify them and be like, this makes sense. And then something else happens like two to three months later. Either the player stinks or you have a really highly touted prospect at the same position of the guy that you just gave up. Uh, not, not a huge piece, but something decent for. And then you dump him to the curb when you think that they're going to platoon this year. Um, that's kind of where my my issues come in is like he makes, makes some deals and uh, – like they just don't make sense. Like, like the whole trade deadline didn't make sense. Hindsight, they weren't going to make the playoffs. I don't know why they didn't trade JD. We talk about this every week. Um, why do I like Heim? Now that is a great question, Steve. Um, I like his philosophy. I like the i I like the idea. Maybe it's more so the idea rather than the execution. I like the idea of building up an, a great farm system with um, major league roster that gives you budget flexibility. Uh, the ability to sign big players while also having uh, younger guys on deals that are cheaper uh, be some of the best players in the league, hopefully. I like the idea of that philosophy. Uh, it hasn't exactly worked out, I would say. Um, I just think that maybe – I think that the trades the trades aren't they, – they've been bad. Let's, let's be honest. Can we – are there any good trades left? Because the Eric Hosmer trade was the last one I was holding on to. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> Steve, I'm going to ask you for a fifth time. Did you know Connor Siebel got DFA'd by the Red Sox? <laughs> he refuses to answer this question. 
I think he's frozen. Oh, Steve. I was. Hold on. What'd you say? Hold on. For the sixth time. For the sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> did, you know, did you know that Connor Siebel got DFA'd by the Red Sox? Yeah, I do now. I All learned right. that like 10 minutes ago. I, what were you going to ask? He's gone. Steve's having some internet issues today. Uh, hold on. I'm going to switch to my personal hotspot on this laptop now. And if that doesn't work, then we're just going to have to ride. Sweet. I think like a tree hit a line the other day and then kind of cool. That was brutal for that tree to go take down human invention like that. <laughs> not not pro Red Sox podcast. No. I was gonna say I think the best trade that Himes made, um well one of the better trades was the the Hembry and Workman for Pavet and Seabold deal. Can't argue that was that. good. Those, those two are pretty bad. I mean, Pavetta's been good. People like like Siebold was the prospect in that deal. Um, he didn't work he out. Yeah, he yeah. Clawson was saying in the pregame we were talking about this or the the pre-show. He was like, uh, "What's his name? Siebold wasn't that bad." I was like, "He stinks." He was bad. What are the stats? The stats were good. eleven plus ERA in a couple starts. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the big news. A bunch of uh. You know, mid mid pitchers, mid mid to bad pitchers going going elsewhere. Uh and and then yeah, Trevor Story decided to uh get modified Tommy John this week. UCL surgery. Yeah. Here's the thing with that. And I don't know what you guys were talking about earlier uh in the pre show as I showed a, a lot little of, bit later. A lot of Connor Siebold talk. Tons. Yeah, so um, the whole thing with Trevor Story is I think a lot of Red Sox organization is trying to act like this is a surprise, like this is a new issue like that they could not have seen coming when in reality the offseason that Trevor Story got signed by the Red Sox, a bunch of other organizations I think specifically avoided him because everybody knew that he had elbow issues with his throwing arm and second base was always a safer option for story because he didn't have the arm strength that he used to have. And now that he actually needs to undergo UCL surgery, which is something that everybody should have seen coming. uh, The Red Sox are trying to be like, this is a, this is a shock to us. And then people that were trying to say also after Bogarts left that Trevor story was going to get moved over to shortstop when in reality, that was never even an option prior to the surgery, because again, he couldn't, he couldn't throw at all. Great point, Steve. Well, no, I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. The other thing that confuses me about this whole thing. And I did see those reports too, that um, stories market was affected by this kind of, uh, yeah, like fear by some teams that this is what was going to happen. Um, Other GMs have come forward and been like, "Yeah, we were that was crazy. Yes, yeah. we were shocked that the Red Sox signed that guy." All right, all right, all right, all right. Rival exec that was also in on the mix that missed out. Oh, too bad. We knew that's why we didn't sign him. Ah, I agree. Yeah, I but agree. if it's an anonymous everyone, statement, everyone, then what does it matter? Trying to say it's face like, like it's that. the perfect setup to like the move didn't work. Out and he was injured last year. Now he's got UCL uh, surgery this year. Oh, it's a good thing we missed out on well, him. It we is. Want him and his injury. Concerns. He was. I mean, his his numbers and last year, like in the episode one after they signed Story, I remember us saying like 
this is a this is a big deal. Story can play well, but we were a little bit like cautious of his numbers. Like, did the Red Sox give him a little bit too much? Like, I know you can go back to that episode, which might be the best episode title of all time. Cool story, bro. Go back to that, listen to it. And I'm like positive that that was kind of our take on things. But the thing that confuses me about this is do you guys remember what Story's injury was at the end of the year? Because he he had so many. Was it a lower body injury? It was something like that. It was something like that. I don't I thought you I, okay. I, I don't know. I can't I, I honestly I don't know either. I forget I forget exactly what shut him down. It might have been that. But what confuses me... Or I thought his wrist was hurt, too, at one point. That it was, was it. I th- it was his wrist. He got hit by a pitch uh, in, like, August. That was it. So, I'm I, I'm confused. I'm not a doctor by by any... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, shocker. Yeah, can you get the John Cena music in there? I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what confuses me, and maybe I'm overthinking this, but I feel like I'm, I'm not... Why did it take until mid-January to get this sorted out? This reminds me of 20... What year was that? Twenty what, Chris Sale? Yeah, tw- end of 2019. When Chris Sale, we had gone through the whole year. He'd been having elbow problems. The Red Sox were clearly not going to make the playoffs. They kept pushing it back. Like Everybody needed, and everybody knew the, the moment the Red Sox traded for Chris Sale, at some point he was going to need Tommy John. Um, our man was too weird. He threw too hard. Yeah. And it it Mm -hmm. happened. He missed all of 2020, which, you know, he didn't miss anything, uh, missed the majority of 2021 too, because they pushed that back. And now we're looking at a timetable with Trevor's story where Jeff Passan tweeted something out like, Oh, he'll be out what? Four to five months. So we're like, all right, 46, but yeah. Yeah. Like cautiously optimistic. Worst case scenario, Trevor Story's back around the tr- the All Star game. Like that stinks. He's going to miss a half season. It is what it is. Then in the press conference, Heim Bloom. I don't know if he's just trying to be cautious too. Is saying like, yeah, we can't really count on Story being around this year. If this surgery gets done in, even if you wait until the season's over, you shut him down in August. If this gets done in October, this pushes everything ahead. The original timeline, worst case scenario, he's ready by opening day. Clawson, what, what do we got? I guess the way I see it in a lot of sports injuries is you you go, the car goes until the wheels fall off, like the Dustin Pedroia situation. You just keep going. Like it, That's so much so, different. I guess, but like at the same time, if you were to push this any far further, the Xander thing was, what, a month ago? Uh, take yeah. A couple weeks, yeah. maybe? Six weeks. I don't know. I guess I think about it. To this point, it's gotten to a point where it's so bad that he cannot take the field. So he needs to get it done now. And I guess you think about it a month ago, like the last month, maybe he was on the ropes about it. But in the last month is when the Red Sox have genuinely needed Trevor Story to show up and be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but what, like, I highly doubt, especially for a guy who broke his wrist. uh, If I remember, it was on on his non-throwing hand, but... I mean, how often is he going out and throwing a baseball in the offseason? Like, it's not quite a bit. Not every day. It should be pretty often. It's quite a bit. Yeah. Still, I I would say it's every day. I feel like this is not something. This this was not an injury where he woke up. This isn't Chris Sale falling off his bike doing DoorDash. 
Yeah, no, I'm just saying this is not like he's throwing a ball and, you know, turns the wrong way and pops his Achilles. Like, this was a buildup. Like, I, I, I don't know. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how Trevor's story was feeling leading up to this. But, like, the timing of it is just, like, weird. And even when things go bad for the Red Sox, like, they can't go bad in, like, a, a way where it's like, all right, this stinks. He'll be ready by May. This stinks. You know, now, right now, as of right now, the middle of the infield is Kike Hernandez, Christian Arroyo, and then you got Jaron Duran in center field. Like, that's just what it is right now, which is I, not, not going to get the job done. I am going to make a take and say that Kike does not return to the infield under any circumstances. It's just not true, though. I guess I just I, – I mean, he's did, been so good in center, and it's, uh, you know, a race to the bottom. Do you consider that Jaron Duran – will take a sizable enough step mentally and physically on the baseball field that it overcomes the difference at second base or shortstop. Because you can move Arroyo to either. I don't like him at shortstop, but he can play shortstop if he needs to. Here's the I mean, thing. Cora said the... that Kike was going to play shortstop if no other moves are made. And right... That's why I think they make a yeah, move. Yeah, I mean, oh, we'll they're... see. They're going to make but... Justin Turner also very easily could play his way into shortstop, probably more likely than second base. Yeah, I, I mean there are there are a lot of moving parts right now, and there have been a lot of moving parts for really the last three years where we haven't had like I, I feel like guys like locked into positions like Kike when he was healthy last year. Yeah, he was playing more outfield, which was cool. Um, but you know, like even last year, Franchi was all over the place. Duran. You know, was playing different outfield spots. So was uh, Verdugo. I feel like he played everywhere last year. So, um, yeah, they're going to make a move. They're going to make a move. And I think there are there are like five guys in my head I could realistically seeing them uh, go for here. But I think at some point we're going to see Kike in the middle, in like the middle infield. It's just it's inevitable. And no, I, I have no confidence in Jaron Duran this year. I've got zero. I don't either. That's why I think they go make a move. Yeah, and that's coming from from the optimistic one. Like I'm, I'm even optimistic. Maybe Bobby Dahlbeck can squeeze his way back in this year. I'm hoping not, based on what I, we've seen. And I, I was seeing, I was seeing some videos on on Twitter of Bobby Dahlbeck throwing gas on the mound in college. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, throw him in the rotation. I think um, he, I'm gonna look it up. I think he was like a. He, I don't know where he went. I think he Arizona. Uh maybe. He was like a oh, what's Jose Iglesias up to? Nothing. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Here's the thing, Steve, is that that's who I was just about to bring up. That's who I that's who I think the Red Sox should should sign here. It makes too much sense. It makes he had a good twenty twenty two. I know. And he have you seen his twenty twenty two numbers? Yeah, I was looking at them the other day. They were what do you hit? Like two eighty? Have you seen them? They're good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Two ninety two. There you go. 439 FX. All right. All right. I'm I'm 100% in on Iglesias. I mean, he was the only reason the 2021 team made the playoffs. He came in. They had guys like, who was it? Taylor Motter. And uh, what was that guy's name? Something, Jack Lopez. Remember, they were like filling in at the end of the year. All the guys got COVID. I mean, they, they signed Iglesias. He was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, I know a lot of people have talked about trading for... Uh, Kim on the Padres. I think he's 
a very like in terms of like war and kind of what you're going to get out of him. He's a similar player to Iglesias, and I don't feel like giving up a. It'd probably be close to a top ten prospect. Is worth it if you can just go out and sign Jose Iglesias for a year. And if the whole kind of idea within the organization is just to have like kind of a stop bridge, uh, or stop gaps shortstop for one year once once Meyer comes up, go out and get Iglesias. Makes too much sense. Marcelo's at least two years away, I think. He's probably like mid twenty twenty four. That's optimistic. Depends how he plays this year. Yeah, this is a big year for him. Big year. Um, I know the other Clausen. Oh uh, yeah, I'll let you finish up. No, I was just gonna say, uh, the other names that have been the other big name that's been floated around a lot is uh, Elvis Andrews, who. I think he had a really good year last year with the White Sox. Another guy I'd like to bring in. The only thing, and again, this might be reading into it a little bit too much because these guys aren't going to be like stars or anything. The only thing is that Iglesias has played in Boston. He's played in bigger markets like Detroit. Um, We know he can at least handle it. I mean, Andrews played in Texas, Oakland, and you know the, the second fiddle team in Chicago with the White Sox. I would I wouldn't I would hate to see him come in here and, and really struggle and you know be DFA'd by the all-star break. I think Andrews has a higher ceiling. Iglesias is the safer bet. I'd go with Jose here. I think it's tough to whoever comes in because I can imagine the Boston media is just gonna be like, this guy's hitting even if he's having a good year for himself, like Elvis Andrews hits two forty, that like that's a good year for him, I imagine. Yeah, that's and pretty average. If we get to the All Star break, and he's hitting two forty, they're going to be like, "Well, Xander Bogarts is hitting three twelve in in uh, San Diego right now. Like this guy stinks compared to Xander." And yeah, like you can throw in thirty other shortstops at shortstop, and they're probably all going to suck compared to Xander. Like that's just the matter of the situation. Yeah, I mean, so I guess it's I, to your point. Like it's how you handle the the comparisons to Xander. The unfair comparison to Xander. It's it's going to be like what we saw three years ago uh, with, with Mookie. And, I mean, that was a situation where Verdugo came over and it was just like straight up every day comparing Verdugo to Mookie, which was completely unfair. Verdugo was never meant to replace Mookie. Um, like, we, we all know how that kind of went. So, yeah, no, Klaus, I, I agree. There's going to be unfair expectations all across the board here. Um, they're going to make a move. I know the Marlins just traded Miguel Rojas, who the Sox were looking at. I wasn't huge on him, but maybe we'll see Joey Wendell come over and uh, another starter from Miami. There are a whole lot of options, but like I said last episode, I guarantee the Sox are going to make another move. There's no way this is the roster they go into the season with. Pivoting back to my point earlier, Bobby Dahlbeck on the mound. Yep. His uh his stats at Arizona kind of line up perfectly. In his three years, uh, combined 200.1 innings. So that's like a pretty full season as a starter. 2.65 ERA. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. We got some breaking Where news. The Red Sox have made a signing. This didn't even show up on uh, on ESPN. This must be a... This is either backdoor 
or this is somebody nobody. We may we might have uh, some catching competition. I'm gonna pull up his stats because I don't really know his numbers too well. <laughs> Who the Boston Red Sox, per Chris Cattillo, have signed longtime or have signed former Marlin, Philly, and Padre Jose Alfaro to a minor league deal. Yeah. Alfaro last year in San Diego, not bad. Uh, 256 at-bats, hit 246. He had a war of just about one, OPS of 667. Uh, seven home runs. I could see... I could see him maybe making the roster. I, I could see him lighting up Worcester. I could see him being on the team over Connor Wong, for being honest. You know, Guardy, speaking of war, the thing you said a couple of days ago about Jaron Duran having a nine war season was one of the funnier <laughs> things you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about again? I snuck that in well, there. We, somewhat. Oh, I think it was when Story got injured. Oh, here and we I go. was like, we were all just like reaffirming our. Pre or our previous predictions that they're going to win like 75 games and you're like nah jaron duran's gonna have a nine war season and they'll win, they'll break the point there's like six other center <laughs> that have nine war seasons and it's like forever oh, what, pretty what much. steve was trying to say is there what steve was trying to say is there's a, a select few people with a uh, a 10 war season is considered like a gold standard season. Uh, and there's like a select few people who have done that. And it's like Mike Trout, Barry Bonds six times, uh, <laughs> Ted Williams, and like everybody else who was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The <laughs> Clausen sent a picture of like the, the core quote where he, he plans on having Kike at short, Arroyo at second, Duran in center. He said it keeps getting worse. Me and Steve are like, geez. Uh, Clausen goes, my prediction of 75 wins may be in jeopardy. And I was like, I feel like they either lose a hundred or win a hundred. And Clausen said, "I'll I'll donate my kidney if they win a hundred games." And I said, "Duran is a nine a nine war player, and they win a hundred games." And then, yeah, Clausen, you sent the list. It's Barry Bonds five times, Trout twice, Mookie, Ricky Henderson, Joe Morgan, Buster Posey, A Rod, and Rifkin. Can you imagine? The thing you sent after was pretty funny. Yeah. Then I sent the. Uh, the it's a great meme. It's like the the soldiers peering around the corner with the the one in the clown suit. I was like Jaron Duran on that list with those guys. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen this year. Nine war Duran, maybe some guy out there is listening. Some guy who's listening out there needs a kidney and he's banking on this hundred win season because he can pin me to this episode. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. I'm out. <laughs> Imagine we start like a campaign, like September rolls around, Duran's war is at like 7.8. We're like, you better fucking get there so this kid can get his kidney. No, Clawson said he donated kidney <laughs> if they win 100 games. All right, they're at, they're at 80, 83 wins going into September. Duran's at a 7.8 seven, war, and the pressure's just mounting. If Duran has a positive war, it's a good good season. I don't know, about 7. I, I, I mean, Duran's a bum, probably worse than Jeter Downs, honestly. And I know, would Kim be cool at shortstop? Maybe. Maybe he'd be cool. Then we'd have a little, you know, uh, 
international thing going with Yoshida and Kim and Devers and you know phase out Trevor Story, who's an American. Just gonna hold an international team. I think that'd be good. Get Casas out of here. Trevor Story was for, was supposed to start at second base for the uh, World Baseball Classic team. So yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kim would be way too much money. So I'm Team Jose Iglesias. I don't get the hype. Or not too much money, but like too much capital. I don't get the like. If you look at their like their stats, Kim was a five WAR player last year. His his, you know, hitting stats weren't phenomenal. He hit two fifty one. OPS of uh seven like 708 11 home runs um he's got a little bit of speed which is you know some nice upside but when you go to Jose Iglesias um yeah i mean his war was only 1.2 but his uh OPS was actually the exact same 708 oh boy what oh Steve's, Steve's gone. gone no Steve this is Oh, look who's back. For the record, this is very unlike Steve. He's always the first one here, never has internet issues. Telling you. And today he was very unpunctually late and uh, is having some severe internet issues. I don't know what happened to my internet, but it just has not been working in the past few days. So, not great. Not great. Not great. Did I mess up the recording? What are you saying? No, you're good. Uh, no, I was just saying that. Um, Jose Iglesias and uh, Kim had the exact same OPS last year. Exact same. Down to three decimal points. Exact same. I like him. I mean, I wish I, I, I wanted us to sign him when he was a yeah. free agent. I remember when we talked about that. That was back when we talked about uh, the, the Cleveland Lindors. Yep. And, um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Clawson? I got a question for you guys. Yep. Okay. This is a real one. This isn't some, right. like, Raffy Devers going to war or, like, something crazy. All right. We've talked about walk-up songs before. Yep. What would be your entrance song as a reliever? Oof. I feel like it's a different game. It is a different game. I'll, I'll narrow it down and say closer. Oh, no. yeah. I mean, obviously, I was thinking closer. I'm thinking like you know, if you're coming in like the fifth inning, when your team's getting shafted, you know, you you don't need like, I don't know, something crazy going on. You don't need. But it. I feel like it's a different conversation. You're going up to plate, or you're going to shut the game out. You need a different song. Could be the same. I don't know. I I think I've got a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna All go right. with. Hold on. Uh, wait, give me one second. I'm going to go with like one one rock song and one like rap song. Okay. So rock. Ah, this song would go so hard. Coming out, it starts a little slow and then it ramps up. For those about to rock, ACDC. Okay. I'm thinking that's, All right. that's my rock song. My rap song, I'm going with a song that actually came out, I think it was in November. Uh, Hard Intro, Superhero by Metro Boomin and Future. All right. Respectable choices. That's what I'm going with. I mean, an all-time 
closer sign is obviously enter sandman mo coming into that is always electric so on like the same kind of note you know i think master of puppets would be mm. uh pretty sick and also kind of a deeper a deeper cut i don't know but whipping post would also be also be a good song i don't know if i'm familiar with that one i can confidently say I don't know either of those songs what I can confidently say I don't know either of those songs, but I'm going to trust you that they're good songs. Yeah, I know. Master Puppets Master would be cool. And then Whipping Post by the Allman Brothers. It's a really long song, but uh, like the like the good part would be good. I, I heard that they have... Uh, I heard that, that the, the, the other band um, that they're like kind of connected to, it's called Stirring Fence. It's by the, uh, the Peanut Brothers. Very similar song. It's all man, not almond. Oh. <laughs> you thought it was almond too, Clausen. No, I don't know, man. <laughs> but those are two good songs. So, Clausen, what were you, what yeah. would yours be? Um, well, I've had a long time to think about this, and uh, I've got the whole the whole motion picture. I think I would do "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue and sprint out to the mound like Heath Bell in the 2011 All Star Game. <laughs> You just, gotta, you gotta turn cap that Fenway off. into a rock concert, dude. You know what? They gotta add to Fenway, which I think they have at St. Louis, where they like turn the lights off and they start like they got like red yeah. strobe lights that like pulse on the field. They gotta add something like that. Yeah, a little bit they of flare would be cool. They do it in Atlanta really well. Yeah, that too. What was Kenley Jansen's walkout song? Does anybody know? Oh, okay. So I actually I either read something or heard about something. His uh, song in L.A. was California Love, California by, Love. by Tupac. Yeah. And then when it was – when he was with Atlanta, it was – it might have been the – Atlanta. It was either that or, like, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. It was one of those two. It's pretty cool. So besides – Welcome to Atlanta. Up, welcome to Atlanta. That's what it was. Um, besides shipping up to Boston, which I I don't think you can use as a walkout song anymore after pap. Yeah. And and they play it going into the ninth when the Sox are down anyways, except when they were down 28 to five, I will say that that video is not played that night. (laughs) Um, what, what would you, what, what's another like Massachusetts or Boston song Kenley could roll with this year? Like I, I think we got to make a prediction here because he's gonna pick something. I mean, you can't pick "Dirty Water." No, I feel like we like the Red Sox play all of like the songs anyway. I feel like, like you just have to like Boston spin songs. a wheel on every Dropkick Murphy song and see which one you land on. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the. I don't know a ton of Dropkick Murphy songs, but there's one called uh, "The State of Massachusetts," which great song. Right, except the message is about his like son or daughter. I haven't listened to it in a long time. Who basically gets like taken by the state of Massachusetts? So I don't know if that's like something people are rocking out to when he's coming out to the mound, um, about like abuse and stuff. But I mean, it's got the state name in it. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at song like a list of songs right now. Dropkick Murphys also have a song uh, called "For Boston." I think it's BC's fight song, allegedly, is what I'm seeing. Hmm. Um, obviously, you have the band Boston. You could uh, 
could pick one of those. He doesn't really strike me as a Boston, uh, the band type of guy, like Peace of Mind or Don't Stop Believing. I think those would both not be great for him. <laughs> there's a, there's some. There's some other ones for sure. Massachusetts by the Bee Gees. Get a little funky. I don't even know what that I don't, sounds like. but I don't know if the Bee Gees really <laughs> scream closer to me. What's what's the what's the worst song you could walk out to? I don't know. Um, I feel like like country would be really bad for a closer. John Schreiber oh, comes out to country. John Schreiber had that like death metal song last year. I feel uh, like I feel like you can make really almost bad. any genre work as long as you match the song. I could see like a guy. Like, go ahead, Steve. I was just gonna say, like, if you match the song, then as like the person, then it can be intimidating. Good. It's like even if Whitlock's not really coming out to like a, a hard song, if you if he comes out to like you know a good country song in a way that's like just as intimidating because it's like oh look at this country boy coming out. He's gonna. I know that Whitlock like goes hard. Like now this song also goes hard by relation it's like it's not the song it's the closer you know what i mean what if you were like you guys remember john axford yeah get that like sweet mustache some longer hair imagine you got that look and you just like you're just like a finesse pitcher like you throw knuckleballs you don't throw anything fast and you just come out to like beethoven's eighth symphony that would work that That would would be so electric that would work yeah, I mean, you can come out to anything because you're the one that's making the song good. And when people hear this song, they immediately think of you. The only thing I can think of the other way, and I guess maybe this is a savior, but I don't, like, every time Hustler music comes on, like, I expect someone better than Cutter Crawford coming out. That song. But anytime I hear that song, I think about Cutter Crawford because mm-hmm. he's the only reason I know that song. I honestly, that is the the... The best attribute Cutter Crawford has has brought to the table easily. easily. That song is so fire. I I bet he's gonna get rid of it too. Probably. I I I want to get him on the podcast and just ask him the backstory behind that, and then be like, "All right, appreciate you." I hope it's not something lame. Like <laughs> the guy in the Red Sox media booth was like, "Ah, like this song, try it out." Yeah, and he's like, "All right, like whatever, I don't hate it." I mean, we discovered that, or like. What was that? The Fourth of July game when we discovered that song. Yep, that was midway through the year, and Hustler music was my twenty-sixth most listened to song last year. Great tune, fire song. Great tune, um, Klaus. And I do want to say too, talking about walk-up songs. What would you say? You know, it's a Saturday morning. You wake up. It's Aaron time. What is your song that you're putting in your ears when you're walking in? For a big grocery trip. Well, I don't know why I'd be playing music. I'm not going to the grocery store. Ordering all my groceries through Instacart. If you don't know, Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while you're watching the socks. Or you're like me. You just want to sit and watch TV on Saturday. Order your food through Instacart. Delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour. Shop multiple stores. See, de- see deals in your area to help you save money. Every item is hand-selected at the store. 
help you save money. Or wait, no. What's not? Why did? I don't know. This is your. This is your ad. Yeah, you're choking. I don't know. Uh, Instacart. Never step foot in a grocery store again. (laughs) Woo! Um, we've also got breaking news on the show. Uh, 2022 opening day Red Sox player. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying who's going to start opening day? No, no, no. Sorry. I should have worded that better. A player who was on the roster opening day this year just announced his retirement. Mm-hmm. Pitcher or position player? He was a position player. JBJ retiring. No. This is going to be a no, hard No, he should, game. though. He played he like should, 10 though. games for the team. All right, I don't know. Michael Walker. Travis Shaw calls it a career. Oh, and what a mid-career it was. Wait, Steve. Doesn't that end your... Oh, it's Sam, Sam Travis. Travis. Not to be confused the dream is with still alive. the goats. <laughs> Travis. He's never going to hang it up. I want to know what Michael Chan no, is. Respect to Travis Shaw. City. Can we confirm that Michael Travis Shaw? Can we confirm that Michael Chavis and Sam Travis are not the same person? Yeah, Sam Travis is good at baseball. He's gonna be an all star one day. Yep. Steve's gonna have to buy a jersey. You think if you go on like DH Gate, you could get a Sam Travis jersey? Mm, No, I don't. I do not believe that. We can make them custom. But, oh, you certainly could. Uh, you search up Sam Travis. I mean, shout out. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, wait. Wait. We might have one here. Oh, it's a customizable Red Sox jersey. So it somehow recognized that. Oh, wait. Weird. 2022 custom jerseys, Boston Red Sox. Your options are Mookie Betts. Sam Travis, Matt Andrees, and JBJ. Buy them all. Jerseys, PCs. <laughs> An odd selection uh, for the for the firm price of eighteen bucks. That's it. Oh damn! That's it. But the the first like ten options when it's you a steal when you search Sam Travis are uh, purple Clemson football jerseys, which are pretty dope. I want to check. Sometimes, if you go on like... Pick your mic back up, bro. Why? Because we can barely hear you. Well, I'm going to look on uh <clears throat> that that website that makes all of the uh, sports stuff now. DHgate? No. Sports.com? No, like the real one. I'm not trying to give an, give an, give an ad read here. The people who make jerseys now. Uh... Actually, the people before... The current people starts with an M. Oh, I know. Like it's. I'm like, gonna check oh, their website because like usually, a, like, like a ballerina is very blank. Yes. Okay. Um, I want to see because they still produce some jerseys, but some of their like really cheap ones at like the bottom of the barrel are pretty good. So I'm gonna see who they still got in their selling for Red Sox jerseys. I saw that somebody on Twitter posted that they bought a Carlos Correa jersey. On like December eighteenth, on clearance for like forty bucks, uh, Korea Twins jersey. 
Wow, One that really worked out for them. Came right back. Yeah, that's the other big news. Correa's back to the Twins. It's um, pretty comical. Hilarious turn of events. I like how he's like happy to be back home. I've always loved Cincinnati. <laughs> or not Cincinnati. I always love Minnesota. I love the Twins. Twin cities for life. Everybody's like, woo, Carlos Correa, we love you. You totally didn't try and go to two other teams. I mean, if you were a Red Sox fan, and let's say like this happened with Xander, like he fails his physical with the Padres. He then goes and tries to sign with, I don't know, like the Cubs, fails his physical again, and the Sox bring him back on a team-friendly deal. Are you like, ah, like I'm happy you're back, but kind of weird. It's a way different situation. That is that is fair, but like if Correa was on the Red Sox for a year and this happened, how would you kind of receive him coming back? I would have been like, whatever, cool. I think that personally, if I'm Carlos Correa, I think it's almost better to be like, acknowledge the fact that like that happened. You got to be like, you know what? I, we had a great season in, in Minnesota last year. This is a place where I can see myself spending, you know, um, the next seven years here, I think we can fall in love with each other all over again type of thing. You know, you don't need to be calling it home and stuff like that, but you can swing it in a way where it's like you and the fans know, like, you know, that the fans know and the fans know that, you know, that you just tried to sign up to other places. So you could like say it in a better way where it's like, you know, let's get to work. Let's, let's fall back in love. You know, this is like, um, this is like, uh, like a boyfriend breaks up with his girlfriend he's like i can do better goes out yeah it turns out you can't walks with a couple girls doesn't work out he's coming right back and he's not only coming back he's dropping the engagement ring on the table yep he's going long term turns out this company no longer actively sells jerseys all right interesting but i found the i found the uh i found the rosetta stone I found the gold. Yeah. Boston Red Sox 2013 MLB World Series champion framed jersey. Clay Buckles. Hey. Smooth price of 250 is not bad. 250 is not bad at all for that. You get the frame, you get the not jersey. Bad. Is it signed? It's not bad. Did he wear it? I don't know. I, I mean, he, I don't think he pitched in the 2015 yeah, World Series, so I can't imagine it's very worn. He just took like a huge shit on the jersey, I'm just selling that. <laughs> Skin marks on the back. <laughs> oh. I'm surprised we don't see more like crazy memorabilia out there. Like I, I just saw a, a pair of Elvis's underwear sold for like forty thousand dollars. Do you think if we like contacted Bronson and we're like, we're gonna send you a jersey, can you sign it and send it back to us? You think you'd do it? Oh, for sure. For sure. Especially if we included like a like a stamp so he didn't have to pay for one. For sure. Oh yeah. Like a return envelope. Yeah, for sure. He was hanging out with Jared all week. I saw. I know. We're playing the guitar. Yeah. Talking gun bridge. Yeah. Talking bridge, bro. You think that's the first thing they said? They were like, 
yo, we both won Gonbridge Guests of the Year. Yeah, it was like Spider-Man meme. It's <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. And you think they that's both... why they got together? Yeah, probably. They're like, uh, I well, <laughs> here's the thing is I texted both of them. I was like, meet up uh, House of Blues. Your awards will be arriving there. <laughs> they met up. Wars never showed. <laughs> That's pretty good timing. That's funny that that happened. It is funny. And they came on the show in like back-to-back weeks. Actually, I think Pat Light might have been in the middle of that. But Nice Pat Light sandwich. Pat Light sandwich. I saw Pat's going to be in Boston in like a week or two. Oh, dude, we should chill. I might. I might. Yeah. Let's see what he's up to. Oh, yeah. I got. We got some questions, though. Get a JD Martinez jersey for fifty three ninety nine on Fanatics. No free ads. I just want I want a JD Martinez with like his full name on the back. Not to plug another free ad, but it's thirty percent off for the rest of the day using promo code SLOPE, all caps SLOPE S L O P E for thirty percent off. I feel like a JD Dodgers jersey kind of goes hard. Not gonna lie. I feel like he's gonna look. I feel like it's hard to look bad in a Dodgers jersey. You know yeah. what's my twenty twenty three resolution for the year? What? Find and purchase a Nomar jersey. Hmm. I think you could do that if you really put your head down. You know, tried. I could do it with a home Kike jersey, but I feel like that's cheating. Yeah, true. Or a yeah, home Johnny Gomes jersey. It needs or to a, say Garcia Parra on it. A home Zue Lin jersey or a home Trot. Was Trot Nick? No. Number seven. seven. You're seven, yeah. Um, Trot Nixon jersey with a minus two next to it. Yeah, could try that. Speaking of jersey numbers, uh, the Red Sox messed this up last year when they gave somebody on the roster like Veritex old number. But as of right now, Justin Turner's got number two on the website. If that holds, uh, I mean, how are we feeling about that? It, it is what it is. Someone's He's not gonna... on the team anymore. He's not getting his number retired. He's That's not even. He's not even in the uh, the league of like. We're not going to give your number to anybody, but we're not going to retire it. Like the the Wakefield, yeah. Veritech, and uh, Clemens, and I don't think anyone's had twenty four since Manny either. Um, he's not even in that league. So it is what it is. But we got some questions from Matt. Um, first one, one I actually first one does come in from Matt. Yep, first one comes in from Matt. I actually don't know what this means. If you had to go by a pseudonym, what would it be? Like a pen name? Oh. Like, you know, how Theodore Geisel, Dr. Seuss. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, why, that's why they keep me around, guys. That's why we keep Steve on the payroll. Yeah. Probably uh, like... I don't know, dude. Putting me on the spot. I'd, pro- I'd probably go like, uh, I'd probably go with like Miss Mr. Hedge Clipper, like Gardner. Go with Mr. Hedge Clipper. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. All time best one. Okay, it took me a minute to. Uh, pronounce in my head but yep i don't know how you spell that one um 
all-time pen name, all-time pseudonym, all-time rap name, Andre 3000, I think is like the coolest one. Just like your name and then the number 3000. Like what? I think I would do something like Michael Waka. Like that would be your name or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what mine would be. You could just go by Tom. Right? My name, you know what my name would be? It would be Matt Question. That's a good name. Matt Question. Matt Question. Steve, have you ever confirmed that you're not related to Tom Brady? No. Have you ever seen me and Tom Brady in the same room together? No. That's actually a great point. This hey, is actually, we got to make sure this episode wraps up soon. I got yeah. something to do. Guardy, why do you think why, why do you think he was so eager to film this before the uh <laughs> yeah. the, the Monday night game? That is true. We, we, we moved the the showtime up because Steve was like I want to watch the Bucks game tonight. Can you imagine if like Tom Brady comes out of the locker room late or something tonight? Can you imagine if it was just me? Klaus, we should just keep this going for like another hour. Like, Why do you just leave, bro? <laughs> Yeah, then you're gonna you're gonna lose all credibility, like 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 Superman. Like we know who you are now. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Next next question. Ooh, this is actually a good one. Uh, not that they're not, they're always good. But this <laughs> this one this one I I think we could get some interesting answers out of. Uh, if you could ban one song from weddings slash sporting events, what would it be? Ooh, uh, probably. New York, New York. I don't. I can appreciate a good New York, New oh, York, yeah, especially in a satirical. I don't mind that. Nah, just because like, fuck the Yankees. <laughs> that's that's the Sox song now after 2018. Yeah. New York, New York. Um, I would probably say. If we're talking at like a like a game, uh, I don't know. I I feel like cheesy dance songs, like like the what's what's the song? It's like, uh, is it the Electric Shuffle, Cupid Shuffle? One of those. Not a not a big fan. The Electric Slide. The Electric Slide. That's what it is. Ah, uh, that. Song drives me up the wall. You looking, at, you looking at lists too? Yeah, I guess like Kinda... some of these just would never get played at. Yeah. A baseball game like pumped up kicks. Why would you ever play that at your wedding or a baseball game? <laughs> Isn't that that's about like a shooting? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ban that one there. Pumped go. up kicks by Foster the People. Get that out of any like public and optimistic showing of, of love or joy. I'm not a big like anything that that requires like dancing in the same way or like movements in the same way. Like YMCA, not a fan of it. Not a fan. Oh, of- I was going to say they should play the YMCA more. Do you not like shout? Is that well? I mean, that's kind of different. Shouts, shouts like a good song. Like, and then everybody like it goes down when it's like a little bit softer now. A little true, bit that is a little. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not huge of uh, about that either. Yeah, cha cha slide. That's the one I was thinking of. 
Song Steak Macarena. No, happy by Pharrell Williams. Get it out of here. Not a fan. Well, how's happy? I just just came across it and I I remembered how much I disliked the song. Clausen? Steve, scale one to 10. You're planning your baseball game and your wedding. How likely are you to put pumped up kicks on either of those playlists? On maybe on baseball, but I don't, I I plan on picking none of the things that have to do with my wedding. I don't care. Like, make it whatever you want to my wife. I do not care. Steve, but then she's going to be like, do you not love me? Do you not want to spend time with me planning this wedding? No, I'll like sit there, but I'll just be like, yeah, that's great. All right, so Steve. I love those color palettes. You're you're planning your baseball game. Scale one to ten. How likely are you to put in your, how how likely are you to put in pumped up kicks? Probably like a three. Take it off the list. Who wants to hear that at a baseball game? That's just a weird like I, who who put pack. that on any list? Exactly, exactly. Take it off. Keep so it why off. are we talking about it right now? If I'm, if I'm at Fenway, I'll, I'll hedge another bet. I already got one kidney on the line. If <laughs> if the Sox if the Sox won a hundred games and play pumped up kicks during their 162 or during their 82 game stretch, if they win here, I'll I'll really hedge it on the line. I'll give both my kidneys. 81. If they win their 100th game, game and instead of playing Tessie at the end, they play pumped up kicks, my kidneys are, are yours. All right. I'm going to parlay. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to parlay two things here because you guys both have big things on the line. I'm going to join in on both of them. I'm going to say. What is mine? What are you talking about? If Duran is a nine war player, Sox win 100 games. <laughs> And Sam Travis is an all-star this year. I'm donating my heart. <laughs> You're just going to die? No, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Trade hearts. Yeah. Gardner's I- going to willingly put himself in an iron lung. That That's one of the best scenes in The Office that I came across the other day. That Creed was like, Creed was like, I was in an iron lung. And Michael was like, how, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. Great show. <clears throat> uh, l- last question uh, that we received this week. This one actually comes in from Matt. He said, what's the longest you've ever gone without a haircut? Probably two months. Actually, when COVID hit, I went from probably like March to June, July. So probably, yeah, two months. That's not long at all. My hair used to be long in high school, probably like eight months. Jesus. I yeah. went I went 10 months. I think nine or 10 months was my longest time without getting a haircut when I, when I grew it out my senior year. <laughs> all right. Who has gotten a haircut most recently? You guys... I got should, one. Like, winner gets a hundred dollars from the other two. I got one on what day was that? Friday. You got you one got like one. an hour ago. Did you? Fuck. Yeah. I went on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, oh, I knew you went Saturday. Oh I was coming in here being like, I for sure got the most recent one. <laughs> You're last. <laughs> you haven't gotten a haircut in like a month, Steve. You know, that hundred that hundred bucks is yours. <laughs> <laughs> um how how often would you would you guys say you get a haircut normally? Once a, once a month. 
Every every other month. Yeah, I would say I'm like I'm every like six weeks or so. Every six weeks. Yeah. Um, that's all the questions I got. Um, got from Matt. I I want to run this segment you, real Matt. quick. Fantastic as always. I want to run the segment real quick, just because it's off season. We don't normally do it. It's we're not. It's not going to be the Alex Cora Impact Player of the Week. I want to know who your Alex Cora Impact Player of the Off Season has been so far. Mm. Did you guys see that video of Kike and Brad Marshan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kike just for that. I think I'll I give him a up eight a point eight. Nice. I'm going to go with... Uh... Excuse me, bro. <laughs> You're excused. And I'm not your bro. I'm going to go... If you haven't seen that video, Brad Marshan and Kike do it together. It's great. funny. It's a great it's funny one. Oh. Sorry. I know. My mic fell off the table there. I don't think it's working anymore, honestly. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to uh, shout back out Jimmy and his dunks like I did last week and uh, give him a one for getting John Henry to may or may, may or may not having an effect on John Henry re-signing Rafi Devers. Who? Who do you give that to? The people of Boston. Like, uh, oh, cool. Yep. Like uh, that, that year that the Times gave their person of the year to everybody. Yeah, 2011. What a cop-out answer. Pick somebody. Lame. I think that is like one of the biggest cop-outs in world history. You have an That's entire like year. They usually opinion, mess it man. up too. You're the... I heard, you know who I heard time person of the year was uh, for next year? Who? Who's that? Uh, I heard Win Smiley's actually getting it. <laughs> Shout out. That's a deep cut reference. That is a deep cut reference. That's a niche audience. That's niche. Yep. No niche. He's a big uh he watches Anderson Cooper a lot, I heard. Good friend of Anderson Cooper's. Yeah, huge actually. Huge. Um my Alex Cora impact player of the offseason. It's gonna go to Brian Bayo, just because I saw a video of him like hanging out with Pedro. Pretty dope. Point nine. Next Pedro. Yep. One of them's got to be, right? Somebody, eventually. Yeah, it's going to happen. All right. Um, excuse me. Close on the ninth? What do we got? Closing on the ninth. Um, happy MLK Day. Hope everybody enjoyed their day off. I don't want to go to work tomorrow, particularly. But I'm gonna, because that's the way life works. And uh, how much more uh, vacation do you guys have? How many days of vacation do I have? How many? How much more like winter uh, break like do you week. have when you go back? Yeah, I'm a going week. back on Thursday. I think classes start next Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going back Sunday. Nice. Yeah, let's get a little bit of time. A little bit more. Enjoy that. I gotta go to work and, tomorrow. Uh, you know what? I hope everybody. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm working Austin's tomorrow a working too. Man. I've been I've working, been working all, working I've been working on ice cream though. So a, come on, dude. It's <laughs> more labor intensive. Steve, what did you do this weekend, huh? Yeah, come on. I was in there. I was in there. Uh, I, what did I do this weekend? Been all weekend. 
You were what all weekend? I said I was scooping all weekend. Scooping. Steve? Yeah, Steve, what'd you do all weekend, huh? <laughs> Working uh, yeah. hard. I, I recharged. I recharged so that I can be be ready for tomorrow and have the best week possible. When you... I saw a lot of my good friends from UNH in Somerville. When so you I was say... visiting another friend. Recharged, do you mean like relaxing, just drinking some water, um, you know, getting your body Sleeping. right. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. Yep. All of it. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to make sure the battery is all the way at zero. That way you can charge all the way back up to 100%. Absolutely everything humanly possible to recharge Steve did this weekend. Yep. 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 Suck one. Um, Suck one. <laughs> Suck one. Big one. Suck a few. Why not? <laughs> You're not driving. <laughs> Um, I close out the ninth thought. Um, if you're a hockey fan, uh, the devil, devils, devils, and the Bruins are, are quietly the two best teams in the NHL right now. I'm a devil's the Bruins fan. Are not quietly the best team in the league. They are clearly far and away the best team. All right, in the, the league. devils are they won six nothing today against devil, a pretty hot Philly team. Devils are quietly the second best team. In the NHL, I just want people to be on notice. Uh, I'm Boston through and through, but when it comes to the NHL, I ride with my uh, my guys from Newark. Do you do you guys have a better record than Vegas right now? Yes. Yep. Interesting. Actually, I, uh, we might wait. Hold on. The Devils are third. They're one point behind Carolina, but they're three points ahead of uh, Vegas. Hmm. Two ahead nice. of Toronto. I'll take it. I like the Golden Knights. Jack Hughes is uh good at hockey. Yep. Clawson. Um had some pretty fire dumplings on Friday. Hell yeah. It was uh this hole in the wall Asian restaurant. It was silent in there. Just silent. No not- no TVs, no like overhang music, whatever. Nobody was talking. Were there a lot of people there? I mean, it was for a hole in the wall. It was like packed. Hmm. So there was probably like 10 tables. Every table was full. It was full. Silent. Wow. Maybe they have like a policy. Were you guys quiet? Enough, I guess. All right. Talking at like normal human level was like yelling in this place. You know what like genuinely made me angry? in like elementary school was when you'd be in like the library and the librarian would come up to you and she'd be like, you're being too loud. You got to use a six inch voice. A what? A six inch voice. Yo, my guy, six inches is a ton. It's way too loud. It's way too loud. Like I think I mean, two uh, is too loud. I was going to say, yeah, you can argue that uh, three inches is, is plenty. <laughs> Like I could is that hear what you. she would say after she'd be like, you know, six inches is fine, but three would be like all really all you need. I mean, yeah, dude, I'm in the library. It's quiet. People don't need to hear me from too far away. <laughs> it aided a six inch voice is practically yelling. I think you would hurt my ears. <laughs> if someone put nine inches of sound into my ear. <laughs> 
I don't know it's what. A, I, it's it, a damn good thing we got a ninety-six percent male audience, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's what the demographics are at. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, quickly, my other uh, my other closing out the ninth thought. Um, our podcast, uh, like three weeks late, um, the site we use came out with um like our 2022 wrapped um and i wanted to run through our top five most listened to cities because one of them's our second most listened to city shout out if you're from here just wild certainly would not have guessed it let's hear it all right number five (laughs) new york new york yeah Yeah, new york shout out to the yankee fans that's not the one on the list though uh, number four, Durham, New Hampshire. Appreciate all Shout of you from, uh, from school. Uh, number three, Hingham, Massachusetts. Respect. That's crazy. I don't know anybody from Hingham. I think Steve Peralt's just like listening all the time. Uh, number yeah. two, our number two most listened to place in the country, Arlington, Virginia. Mm, let's yeah. go. Arlington. Huge. And the most listened to spot in the country of Gone Bridge, Boston. Yep. That adds up. Yep. That adds up. That's what I like to hear. I will say uh, Germany, third most listened to country as well. Pretty cool. Germany. Germany. Yeah, our top five countries were uh, US was number one, Canada number two, Mexico. Germany three, United Kingdom four, Mexico five. Boom. And our top episode of the year in terms of, of listening uh, was Jared Jared Carabas Returns. The man brings the numbers. He does. The rocket effect. Number two, I will say, was Cool Story, bro. One of my favorite episodes of all time. Got a lot it's, a good, it's a good episode. It's a good one. Hard to beat. Got anything else? I always say that after closing out the ninth, if that's not what... I've the- closed out Yeah, we're closed. closed it out. Well... My ninth has been closed. Steve, we're going to let you go. I know you got to take the field here in about 20 minutes. Um, But if you enjoyed what you listened to, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gone Bridge Podcast and Twitter at Gone Bridge. Don't forget to subscribe to our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And we'll be back next week with episode 114. See ya.